Want to know a band before they get popular? Tune into the Undervalley Hours, Sunday nights at 6 p.m. on WRSC 88.7 FM, and discover the best of local, unsigned musicians. Don't miss out on the next big thing. There's got to be a better way for me to say that. All right, we are back. Um, you're listening to the Underbelly Hours on WRSC 88.7 FM. Uh, this is your host, Dan, and your okay. co-host, Adela. And wow. Shush. And <laughs> Schnauz Records. I got booted yeah. to the tiny seat. We're here. We're here. You're here. You're on the air. Yeah, oh. boom. And also joining us now is, yes, drum roll. All right, I'm sure that's no. that's not gonna pick up. But no, I, I got something. I got but anyways, something. Uh, <laughs> Cole Rungi. Well, thanks for having me. I could use a better drum roll by me. Maybe next time. You're gonna get TJ. Okay, yeah, get TJ. Yeah, sorry, I'm no TJ oh, Thompson. Oh. Nope, who is though? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But anyways, uh, so yeah, how about we do a little elevator pitch? Introduce yourself. Who are you? What's your story? What are you all about? So I'm from uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. I uh, yeah, I've been playing music since I was maybe in fourth, fifth grade, whatever, whatever age that is. I don't know what <laughs> like age that is. 10. That's like, yeah, like, like 10, yeah. Yeah. nine. So yeah. I never really know for sure, I guess. So like I kind of say around that time. And uh, yeah, I guess for a while I just played like the old, like the rock stuff, all the guitar stuff that people kind of start out with, all the all the rock, like power chord stuff. Green and day. I, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, actually not. I never got into that kind of stuff. It's, it's fun. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm a bad boy. But uh, 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 but then eventually in high school, I <laughs> uh, got more into that the kind of the jazz thing, playing in jazz band and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, now I'm doing uh, in college right now for music, uh, jazz studies major at Elmhurst College. Uh, yeah, just playing jazz music for the most part and writing my own stuff that kind of straddles that line and maybe some other stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, I have just re- recorded uh, yeah first album with Schnauz Records. With a couple other people, Vinny Cabot on bass, T.J. Thompson mm-hmm. on drums, and uh, yeah, nice. I guess that's what I'm what I'm about. Cool, fantastic, perfect. So, how did you uh, get involved with these hooligans? You know, I, 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 Matt was a freshman coming in this year. I think you were you the one who pitched it to me. I think Matt pitched it to me. Asked if I want to come by. I thought I think that's what happened. And then we met in the yeah, yeah. And so then one day, yeah, I decided to meet up with those guys just to see what they had to say because I wasn't really totally sure on what the whole deal would be the whole record label whole like thing situation would be and uh i was really interested in what they had to say and just the whole idea of like yeah uh working with them and i was really happy to start doing that so and just get actual music and production of things going so yeah and like what they've been doing so far i've been really really pleased with and i hear that guys you're doing your job well i I love the partnership oh man (laughs) Nice. Um, so what was like the inspiration behind your latest EP then? Um, I mean, hmm. I, I, I just, I, I for sure wanted to just get something out there. Mm-hmm. I, uh, like, and especially something creative like that I've, I myself wrote, I guess. So Ultimatum itself, like the, the, had, like the uh, title track of the record, uh, something I wrote over the last summer, I think it was. Um, yeah, I, you know, the emotions of that tune, I don't really know if there's a direct actual thing behind that song like an yeah. actual event or thing that inspired it but i mean just kind of like the the vibe of what the tune i thought kind of gave off was something like ultimatum like i guess so i mm. guess that was the inspiration of that song itself and then the other two were just uh are tunes that i i'm like really inspired by chicoria being probably my favorite musician as it is um and mm-hmm. uh, pamathini also up there and just those beautiful tunes that i think really tied the whole thing together cool cool, cool, cool. so when you're writing your tunes and whatnot is it are you just like messing around on your guitar and you just kind of roll with it or do you ever have like a set tone in mind that you want to try and uh, achieve that every now and then it's kind of like that but for the most part they're kind of like i do a lot of improvising as it mm-hmm. is because just of the nature of the music that i like to play right and from that i mean sometimes when i'm just practicing doing that sort of thing little ideas stick out and or little shapes on guitar because i think guitar is a great instrument to have like really interesting harmonic sounds on yeah and mm-hmm. so it's things like little things that stick out like that from where ideas build and then mm-hmm. harmonically, you kind of fill in the gaps melodically, and just yeah, that's how something usually comes together when I'm writing it. Nice. Yeah. So, do you want to give a taste of what that it's about then? A little taste. Yeah. Uh huh. I wish you didn't do that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever seen that that uh, YouTube video? Of yes, the, I have. That's a ten guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, uh, what was it? Was the cake? Was the cake he was eating? 
I think it was ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. It was ice cream. Okay. He had like a little tiny taste spoon. Yeah. Yes. And he, oh man, that guy. He's my idol. You know honestly, he's, he's my inspiration the, for everything. The the truth comes out here on the Unbelly Hours. The uh, deep dark secrets. Yep, that's a ten. That's <laughs> a ten. All right, this is uh, <laughs> ultimatum. What's also a ten is ultimatum by Cole Rungi. Oh, thanks. Which <laughs> we're about to play right now. It's coming. We're spinning oh, it. Okay. Remember, we have that turntable, right? Wicka, 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 wicka,
Are we? Are we back, ladies and gentlemen? That's, that's testing, testing. Let us know. Schmesting, schmesting. Hello. Yes, we are back. This is the Underbelly Hours, uh, where we talk everything local music and beyond. Uh, maybe not so much beyond, but well, if I had it my way. At least along the metro stations. Well, at least, well, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. Um, well, who knows? Maybe it will become my way all the time if uh, Adela keeps showing up late. Hey. Oh, <laughs> side eye, side I eye. I already apologize. <clears throat> Anyways, that was uh, that was Cole Rungi, but I have to print a redaction. Uh, <laughs> that song was not called Ultimatum. It was not. That it was, was not composed by Cole. I mean, no. I wish I wrote a song as beautiful as Pat Metheny's Bright Size Life. But mm-hmm. That was Bright Size Life. Maybe not. Maybe not mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, I'm gonna. A couple months. Couple months. Maybe. Yeah. There was. A, <laughs> yeah. 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 There was a little yeah. mix-up on the the turntables when yes, yes. when we were spinning. We actually spun the wrong spun the wrong thing. Yeah. We spun it the wrong direction. There yeah, and you know what that does. <laughs> yep. it plays a completely different song. Right, and then at the end it says, "I killed Cole." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a lie really because he's right yeah. here. It's buried. It's buried. Gonna uh, isolate the vocals. Yeah, mm-hmm. run it through the instrumental track. Message. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Translator. All right. Well, we're here with Cole, though, yeah. so he's not dead. I'm That's not. A good thing. I'm, I'm very, I'm very alive. Very much alive. And I even have a Schnau sticker right here. <laughs> yeah. On me. Great. On my, on me. <laughs> you could, you could have a Schnau's sticker too if you yes. come to the showcase. Yes, you could. There are gonna be so many stickers. Yes. All the stickers in the world. <laughs> and then you can put them anywhere. Yeah, you can use them to fashion <laughs> clothing. Ooh. I mean, and that's yeah. going to be so and many that's stickers. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the one thing you can do. That's <laughs> yeah, the only thing. Nice. Well, back to kind of Cole's stuff, though, really quick. Um, so when we were talking a little bit behind the scenes here, and um, at least I think it's really cool. We don't really get a lot of jazz artists coming on the Underbelly Hours. So um, we were talking kind of about how Cole writes, and I wanted to bring up this question to you, Cole. Um, since a lot of your stuff is based around improvisation, what do you think makes a good solo, in your opinion? Yeah. This could be for guitar or for just in oh, general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, something like that. <laughs> I mean, something like that is like, yeah, it's not specifically pertaining to a gu- to guitar yeah. or, yeah, how, how that instrument works. I mean, it's like all all of jazz is, I mean, it's all just a whole language. So, I mean, to say something, it doesn't translate from one instrument to another. Well, I mean, there is some somewhat of a language, I think, to, pertaining to each individual instrument. But, I mean, it's, it's a universal thing for sure. So, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, at the very core whatever content harmonically rhythmically that is actually played has it has like it has there's an underlying idea behind all that like a good in a good solo yeah that is developed and like taken developed and taken to the ends of of where that idea can go while exploring new territory whether that be harmonically all the all whatever that makes music things like that like exploring a melody and harmony and then of course like the i mean like extra musical things like taking those ideas and the interaction between musicians, things that like are are more mood things, like mm-hmm. just inc- like incredible energy or like dynamic shifts, things like that. That I mean, like engage listeners and might not maybe adhere to chord changes, might not okay. maybe like like harmonically make a lot of sense. But I mean, I, I mean, so it sounds it's like a, it's two parts for you. It's like oh, one yeah. hand, it's like you know taking this idea, always having whatever you do, you have an idea behind it mm-hmm. and taking it and exploring it as far as you can go. And then yeah. the second one, if I understand correctly, is the fact that you have to also be in the same mood and in the same space as the other musicians around you. Yeah. And their support can actually also help or oh. make or break yeah. a good song. It's like that that collective consciousness sort of thing is an idea mm-hmm. that I think is would like it, it's what makes the music interesting and what because I mean it, it, every musician in a back in a vacuum it makes yeah. for a really kind of esoteric music that is like while it might be right air quotes mm-hmm. uh, and, and like consonant and it makes sense i mean it might not be the most exciting music and might i mean it just might not engage the listener so i mean to, for the perfect great solo i think has a lot of facets to it and including all those things I guess. Mm-hmm. does that translate into how you like to record your music as well like do you record only with the full band around you or yeah i prefer i mean i i've never i guess had the experience of and of uh tracking a solo over over a background like that, I, I think the most organic things come from hearing things as they happen, hearing that, and the authenticity of the ideas that come out. 
uh, based on those things and the reaction from the band around you that pushes you and prods you to do things that maybe you wouldn't otherwise do in those situations. Because I think if you come into something with this preconceived idea of like a, of a backing track and like, you're like, all right, now it's time to solo. And like, now I, I got to be, be a big boy <laughs> and, make, and like play yeah, cool yeah. and play all the cool things. Yeah. Then I, that's when you run into the trouble of inauthenticity. And then that really comes through in the music. You can hear things like that. And, and mm-hmm. that's when I think music becomes a little, a little like, mm, what's the word? Like just trite, banal. And like, it's, it's cool because I mean, it's like some things are cool like that. Like there are wow things in music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things that make you go like, wow, that's like an incredible idea. That's an incredible technical thing. But I mean, it doesn't exactly hit you the way that music that makes you feel deep emotional right. things like feel. And that's, why, and that's where I think the distinction lies. Yeah, it should never really be about how many notes can I fit into this yeah. thing. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, some, but sometimes, you know, it is. And that's if part you of can, the wow thing. Yeah, if you but can like, execute mm, it and make yeah, it that sure. wow mm. effect. Yeah, and like, there, and like it doesn't like a quantity of things or of ideas all can contribute to an overlying kind of idea of just like just an overwhelming sense like 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 a, hum, a ton of energy mm-hmm. translates well to a ton of ideas ton of like music like a ton yeah. of notes so i mean that's an energy too so that's yeah. an extra musical thing so i think it's like it's hard to s- draw a line between what is good and what is bad in like makes a solo yeah so i yeah i guess i'm meandering i don't no but no I, you but know, th- that's tough. cool yeah. that's yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I mean it was a weird question but i, just, no, I mean <laughs> it wasn't a weird that's, question that's, it was just a heavy that's question yeah, it's a can take plenty of years. turns and routes right, and years God. to explain. Yeah. Now we have a definitive answer. Thanks. And yes. that, that was Once it, and, and you heard it here. So, oh, so, so <laughs> you, if you're listening, Webster Dictionary, <laughs> under solo, after, you know, Han, you got to <laughs> put Cole's definition. Yeah. <laughs> oh there we go. Verbatim. Oh, I remember. Oh, God. <laughs> Verbatim. Well, speaking of like solos and stuff, though, do you want to play? You have your guitar. Do you want to play something for us? Today? Yeah, sure. Uh, this is a song I've, I guess I've been working on for a while, an original thing. Um, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, didn't have a name as of the other day. I played it the other day, actually. Okay. At the sweet. at the summer solstice yeah, event. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I I think now I ha- I have a name for it, but it's still fairly tentative. This is called uh, Wide Birth. Birth is in B E R T H, not birth. <laughs> As in yeah. Birth. Yeah. <laughs> so, there. <laughs> had to make that clear. I don't want. I don't. Okay. You're. You're welcome. Okay. Play good volume. Yeah. Or you tell me the idea. Um. Keep playing. Uh. Maybe a little bit louder. 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 Uh. Oh, there's something. Okay, here's the tune.
a really little, little out of tune there, for sure. Especially in that first part. But, uh, yeah. Hope you enjoy. I hope yeah. you enjoyed it. It's the first time any of us have heard that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. We're oh, going nice. to have to record that. I yeah. 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 I'd like that. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I really love the, uh, the, the kind of like main theme there. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, stuff like it's that. Fun. I like it's it fun. straddles uh-huh. kind of jazz and other things, I guess. Yeah. Right. It has the tenets of that and like the, like the improv- improvising sort of yeah, aspect yeah, yeah. to it, which kind of makes it that. But and the bass line too, the do 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 like like the middle part, that was really, really cool. And like, and it makes sense now what you said earlier was the fact that like maybe doesn't always have, you don't always have to tie in emotion with what at least you're saying before with what you're writing. Um, but do you ever have like images, like visuals? I mean, because I, I got like a really strong visual. I don't know, really, just like of maybe just because of the name too. Images. But like, you know, I, you I, I, I mean, I get it. I, I kind of think of things, I guess, mm-hmm. more the moods I get from like harmonic ideas and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if something just like has certain, I think harmonic movement has certain just feels to me and just certain just emotions that come with it. I guess something like that yeah. I think seems like really dark. Like that's Definitely. like a really I think dark sound. It's like those big. I mean, what it, what it is just a bunch of like fifth stacked on top of each other, mm-hmm. and then that close intervals on top of that. Yeah, I think yeah. things like just these these sounds are like really dark to me. Yeah. So I it's dark. I, it's, it's like I get it, also a uh, a warm feeling yeah, too. Yeah, that's what I get. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean for sure. Right. So I mean, yeah, it's not exact emotions. It's just more moods. I think mm-hmm. is yeah. what I I kind of feel. Yeah. So then the, well, like the way I would listen to music like that, it would. It's kind of like uh, contextual, like where mm-hmm. I'm at listening to that would invoke different feelings. Like if I, I like to go down uh, strolls in like a marsh and if I was listening to that, I'd be like really cool and and happy, like, but with the, like the warm sounds of it, um, yeah. it leads to like a very expansive thing. And since mm-hmm. I'm in like a marsh and there's these huge open fields, but then if I was, uh, I'd get a much very uh, different vibe if I was like going on a stroll and at midnight down uh, like a city street mm-hmm. has a completely different feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if that makes any no, sense. No, it makes a ton. Yeah, yeah, I mean there's yeah, there's yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's totally it's kind of open uh for different contexts mm-hmm. to yeah. invite different vibes and, and feelings. Yeah, I kind of like I like that cuz it's like there it's, it's yeah, there's you can invite whatever like whatever context you think. I but it, whatever context you kind of hear with it mm-hmm. or like yeah, it feels different in different contexts and that's where right. like the, the whole mood thing yeah, kind of shifts and is able to be kind of versatile. That's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Cuz there's really some songs it. where it's just like this is so surf vibe <laughs> i'm like, like i need to be on a beach right now yeah i like that Stuff like ambiguity that. yeah mm-hmm. I, I think it's interesting yeah mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. um so this is your main project with uh schnauz right now is like this kind of jazzy thing with your trio correct yes yeah um i guess can you elaborate a little bit more about your trio and elysian green kind of how you met these guys and yeah. started collaborating with them well i mean i i'm uh at being at elmer's college i all these people are at the school also so um, I just in knowing these guys, uh, they're all really cool people that I've hung out with and like really respect musically. And eventually, I mean, we've played together before, but never really, I guess, in a context where we wrote our own music in the case of Elysian Green. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, coming together and being able to have an outlet for that music that like, I think like as a group and the way we all write is like oddly cohesive and like really fits together and just like kind of texture and mood and what we, what we put together and what we do. So I think it made sense to start doing that. And as soon as we started playing these tunes together, it just felt really good. And like just the way we, we feel music, I think is really similar. So yeah, I just felt right to kind of do that and then like try to have an outlet for all those things. And then, nice. you know, the trio stuff, I guess, is, uh, yeah, uh, two, of the, two of the people in Legion Green are also in that, being uh, Vinnie Cabot and uh, TJ Thompson. Both, just, yeah, both, both, both those guys are incredible musicians. And of course, like forgot to mention Clay Corso in Legion Green, great piano player and mm-hmm. writer. And uh yeah, it's it's those things I think that, I guess just like the cohesion between each other, yeah, and yeah, having yeah. being able to express musical ideas that mm-hmm. maybe we don't have the outlet for in other places, right. and being able to do that with each other. So have you guys been playing out and introducing this material in a live setting? Uh, we've had uh, a show, so I mean of course I'd love to keep doing that, and we've yeah. got a couple other things booked, including the Chanel Showcase is coming Friday, uh, and then I think it's caught another thing or two lined up in the next couple months. But I mean. Uh, Nice. Yeah, not not a ton yet, which is mm-hmm. which is like I mean, I'd like to keep playing yeah. stuff out. Mm-hmm. Right. Is it difficult right. as a independent or um, a kind of coming up um, jazz musician to find gigs? Um, I mean, how is the 
scene in yeah, I was just in, in say, the underground like, scene because I could book a rock band yeah. very easily, mm-hmm. but uh, a jazz trio, I'm totally out of my element. I don't know where. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, mm-hmm. what kind of show opportunities uh, do you have that differ from like your standard rock band? I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it's tough for me to speak on what just like I don't know if I my experience with the scene. Okay. Of mm-hmm. like the Chicago or extended area scene, I, d- I don't know if it's like for, fair to me to speak on what this like what it is like really because I don't know if I've been within it immersed within it like it enough to really speak on like what it was actually going on. Yeah. But I mean, from my experience, I guess um, I mean most of that is most of the work that like that kind of stuff gets is like jobbing stuff, things like playing parties and like right. and other some, like events like that where it's like the songbook and things you you're able to do. Yeah. are a little more tailored towards kind of easy listening, like background mm-hmm. kind of stuff, which I mean is like great and it's great for the money, but I mean for the creative outlet sort of stuff where right. you're able to like actually play the music you write and things. Yeah, I think it is harder to come by things like that from from my perspective at least. Right. I'm not sure and I don't know if I can speak Where you can just that. play your original stuff yeah. and have mm-hmm. it be like a showcase of your material exactly. yeah. and not just this background soothing mm-hmm. yeah. cool jazz <laughs> in the back. Um, have you guys ever well, heard of Constellation? Oh yeah, is that is that a place that does jazz? I know they do experimental yep. stuff sometimes. Experimental stuff, but I think a lot of that is in the in the realm of experimental jazz. Mm. Yeah, okay. a lot of that stuff. Mind if I so pass this question along to oh, yeah. Schnauz? Oh, yeah. These guys, uh, is there? I know you you dabble in the booking of your artists as well. What kind of places would you like uh, an artist like Cole to play? Um. Well, have you thought about that at, at all? Or booking booking is yeah. mostly done. Um, so we have me, Josh, and Matt, mm-hmm. and I am the CEO under Stitch, the dog, of course. <laughs> and uh, Matt is a head of promotions, and he also dabbles in the A and R side of things. Uh, Catherine, who could not be here today, does all of the booking for us. Mm-hmm. She is the wizard of booking. Gotcha. I, I don't. Yeah. Let's call her up. Understand it. Yeah, please. <laughs> we get her on the line. Yeah. Um, um, no, so she is really responsible for throwing the showcase together, for for aligning everything, for getting all of these people on the same page to, hey, can you, when can we play this show and mm-hmm. where can mm-hmm. we play this show? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the, yeah, we're, we're basically trying to get shows anywhere we can right now. Okay. I feel for, it. Because yeah. me personally, I would love to see more shows that are catering more towards your type of music, like the um, jazz trios that like are all about the original things and not just mm. playing a bunch of standards. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I love original music. Mm. I mean, I love I love the jazz tunes and standards and <laughs> yeah. stuff, but mm-hmm. like I really want to see like what the musicians can write. And, like I want to hear that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to a House of Blues show where it's like mm. a bunch of jazz trios playing mm-hmm. a bunch of original music. That'd be awesome. Awesome. The problem is the House of Blues doesn't think you'd go to a House of Blues show. Exactly. You know, seeing jazz trios. Which and there's a lot of places that would probably have that same yeah. mentality. So mm-hmm. basically, I just got to take over the entire circuit. And Pretty book. much. Yeah. Have you guys ever run into any troubles as musicians yourselves or as Schnauz Records um, with not being able to book or not being able to play a show somewhere, um, getting a denied a show? In my experience, it's never been about, I've never been denied playing a show, mm-hmm. like at least outright. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it usually just that like passive aggressive, n- no response? Yeah, no response. Um, usually what, the problem I've had is the quality of shows that I've been offered. Because yeah. there are tons of people who are like, hey, I have this really, really crappy show and we'll pay you <sighs> like 20 bucks maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or it's uh, like a pay to play. Or pay to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And you're in a hole in the ground, yeah. or in a wall, <laughs> yeah. playing for mice. Yeah, it's. <laughs> well, I mean, Mickey's got to hear some cool music too. <laughs> yeah, certain promoters. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's some. We've we don't need to get into that. We don't need to get into that. But yeah, we've had our fair share of dealing with promoters who are not um, very artist friendly. In yeah, unfortunately, there's there's too many of those, and I would think that. Uh, it would start shifting by now as they start like th- aging out <laughs> the business, hopefully, and then these right. these more artist friendly people want to kind of change the the scene and make it more artist friendly. Well, my production is that it is already kind of starting to happen and, and will continue starting. Yeah. to I mean, we just had Aaron on last week, and he's exactly. super artist friendly. The way shout out Aaron Williams, yeah. the homegrown music festival. 
the way he pays out um, mm -hmm. is very, very generous uh, compared to most promoters. Yeah. And that's something to, to kind of sidetrack here. That's something that we're trying to change as a, a record label mm -hmm. because um, typically uh, record labels are expected to screw people over. That's, that's <laughs> what they do. You yeah. uh, you sign an artist and then you yeah. use them for all that they're worth and then gotta get those three sixty deals. Yeah, and then the yeah. artist writes a bio about how horrible the label was, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and that's uh, too much. Um, so a lot of what we're trying to do now with with empowering the artist is also to kind of give to the people who are involved in the process as well. Like uh, somebody's got to do the album artwork. Somebody had designed the poster for our show. Somebody um, is engineering it. And all of these people usually just kind of get cut out of the picture right. as, as, as far as being a part of the project. Yeah. They don't get recognized for it. And they're working very hard. And they, mm -hmm. they've put in a lot of time to get the skills that they have. And I think that they should be recognized for that. So usually, I'm in, this is something that I, I try to do differently, is in a typical record contract, for like one release, we'll try to put, all right, here's the artist, then here are all the studio musicians, and here are, is the person who did the album artwork, or who even laid out the design so that we could print it onto a CD. And all these people are getting a cut of it. Everybody's being cut in. Everybody's going to, the more successful the release is, mm -hmm. the more money or fame, or I don't know, what, what mm. happens when a release is really successful? I haven't experienced it yet. But whatever yeah. it is, <laughs> that yeah. gets shared. Well, I think that's that's the way it should be. That's very cool because yeah, it's also empowering. the recognition. And it's empowering of the other people who are involved in the project to want to share the project, you know, right. too. Not just feel like, oh, here's another thing that I just designed the album art for because I need, like, you know, 20 bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they just forget about it. You know, they're enticed mm -hmm. and they want to help promote because they're going to be involved with you guys more. Right. So that's, that's cool. Well, and another thing we try to do is um, with... With the people who are helping us, for instance, um, the guy who made our logo, you know, I try to promote his profiles and accounts and stuff, you know, and his work because he did a great work for us, you know. And I want, you know, this is Connor Sigrist, um, a friend of mine from uh, high school. Um, he made the, if you see the stickers or the website or whatnot, the blue dog. Uh, there's actually other variations and colors of it. It's got the, the. I don't think the sticker has the, with sticker the, with the skyline. The skyline, yeah. the skyline oh. one is really yeah. The skyline. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um basically supposed to look like um Stitch with the skyline in it. Uh, of Stitch jo Josh's dog yeah. uh, with the Chicago skyline in it. Um, not the Elmhurst skyline because that would not be very impressive. <laughs> 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 you would have the parking garage, <laughs> the parking garage, oh, yeah, and, and, and a church. There's that one, is that a hotel or is that just an apartment complex? A really tall one over um, apartment like the complex? north. I don't know what you're uh, talking about. East side? I'm talking about Jewel. It's over <laughs> like, Yeah, I, mean, I know what it is. I know what it is. Jewel Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, but yeah. So we, we uh, not only want to credit the people who help us out, but also extend it a little further and help promote their stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So actually, cool, as an artist on Schnoe's Records, how have you experienced them helping you? Like, can you speak a little bit to um, yeah, more have they of they've been like doing the their job? Yeah, are oh, we are we doing our job? I, you are? Yeah, I'd, I'd say you are. The I artist mean, I, perspective. I've, I've, I haven't here's, had... here's the scrutiny part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't had nearly, like, the, the, the amount of studio time. And that's, like, something that's just, like, huge, like essential to me, I, I guess, for sure. It's, like, I don't have... Yeah, I've never... I don't have access to that sort of thing. And, like, being able to have those kind of... Those doors opened... And have actual tangible deadlines and times that were like things are happening and like have things ready by then. I mean, push me to like actually create things and like get things done and try to produce a good record and be prepared enough to do something like that. Mm -hmm. So things like that and of course like the booking and like getting shows together and stuff are. I mean, are, are helpful. But I mean, they're they're just like they're they add to what I'm. I guess I'm trying to do on my own in in a way that like and and also open doors to things that like the recording that I wouldn't otherwise be able to do. Or it would be more difficult for me to do, like logistically, whether it be financially or time-wise, or mm -hmm. organizing other people to actually run the sessions. So yeah, I mean, doors are definitely being opened by, by you boys. Yes. Nice. <laughs> you boys from Illinois. <laughs> oh no. That is a band, actually. Really. The boys from Illinois. Oh, that's Ooh. good. 
How do they spell boys? How do they spell Illinois? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Illa and then noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. That should be that that should be if it's not that. It's not that. It's just Illinois. Oh. <sighs> what a missed mm. opportunity. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, they're a bunch of dads, so. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well. Is that a, is that a real thing or is that like a new uh like phrase? Oh, you're just a bunch of dads. No, they are all a bunch <laughs> of I figured. Like, yeah. They are legitimately a bunch of dads. Yes. Cool. Um, or are old enough to be dads. Nice. Well, I guess that's not saying anything because you could be like. Yeah, we're old enough to be dads. Yeah, we're old enough Technically. to be dads. Oh, that's a scary thought. <sighs> Who knows? Maybe I am a dad out there. That's oh. a scarier <laughs> thought. <laughs> Kidding. So, uh, Kidding. Also, Maybe. I, I don't think we've, we've <laughs> the one thing I don't think we've covered yet is he, this says Schnauz Records with Convertible Productions. Yes, that is Ooh, the yeah, House Cafe, House Cafe's uh, oh, production yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the pro- production company associated with them is Convertible Productions. Is Joel Kennedy still doing all the stuff He's with them? Not, no. no. What? Yeah. Um, Joel, Joel was a good, where'd you go? Joel's a real good guy because um, I worked with him a lot. I played in a, a Well, he is still a good guy. Jazz. He's not like gone he's not like dead <laughs> no no i think i think he moved to um he moved out west or something uh, i think so he's no longer in the area yeah i don't i don't know why um and all but yeah we <laughs> missed you joel if you're listening but uh are these new guys are they are they doing a good job i i have not worked with any of the new people ever since joel's left um i i mean Catherine has been the one who been in contact with these guys, so mm-hmm. Josh and I haven't yeah. really... So call her up. I uh, <laughs> I haven't worked with them either, but I am willing to go on record saying that they're all incredible and hardworking people that I have never met, and I'm sure that they all do a fantastic job at everything that they do in every aspect of their life. That's the right answer <laughs> for a new collaboration. <laughs> um, so, is there any... We've been talking for a bit. We yeah. should play another one of Cole's tracks. What I do you think? I feel like we should, especially because he's still here. And he's still here. <laughs> Um, would you rather something like live or something from the record? Uh, I, hmm. Do you have another live one? I mean, I could, I've got an idea. Ah, I could try something. I think I did something else from yesterday I also did. Okay. I think oh, cool. it, it's about in my hand. So sweet, I sweet, sweet. Like, nice. yeah. What was, what was yesterday, by the way? Oh, this, not this yesterday. Summer, so this, oh, not solstice? yesterday. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Excuse me. So Thursday, um, we tried out this fun thing with, uh, so last year, Thunderbelly Hours, when I was just by myself, we worked with, um, Firebrand Arts Network to produce a show called Summer Solstice. It was in a tiny room at um, my half of the Sky Cafe in Wheaton. And um, we pretty much just brought together a bunch of poets and rappers and musicians and raised money for Firebrand to get some new t-shirts. Um, they're a fantastic, um, just fantastic overall artist label, kind of like yourself, um, but they're based out of Maywood and they're working towards getting the community rallied up and more active and engaged in the arts. Um, so that was last year. This year we tried to expand a little bit more and include some more um, organizations. So this year we had Firebrand. We had Artfinex Studios with Brandon, the CEO. Shout out, Brandon. You were the sweetest human oh, being. Oh, he was, yeah. He was, he was so great. Yeah. Uh, what a great guy. Um, we also had the Elmhurst Center for the Performing Arts. People from there talking about their endeavor to build a performing arts center in Elmhurst, which is something <laughs> we really need. Oh, yeah. Um, and we also had somebody from Readers Ignite, which is a nonprofit working towards children's literacy in Elmhurst. Um, we had those guys come out, talk about their organizations, and we also had the same concept of musicians playing throughout the night or afternoon. Actually, we had 12 to 6 p.m., just the whole day pretty much scheduled out. Um, Cole was one of the performers. Um, and we had a decent flow throughout the, throughout the day, not as much as we would have liked, but I think people made some connections, which is the most important part. Um, and that was Summer Solstice. And if you are listening and if you are there, please hashtag Summer Solstice 2017, 2018, not 2017, <laughs> 2018, um, with your accounts and your photos and your videos because we're trying to compile all the videos and photos that were taken of that concert. So, yeah. I talked really fast, but that was the that was the basic gist of that. Um, so you say you play this uh, on Thursday? Yeah, and I guess, I, yeah, I don't really have a name for it, I guess. But okay. it's an like unnamed thing. Untitled. Untitled too. That's fresh. <laughs> That's really fresh. That's really fresh, yeah. Alright. Here it is. Alright. <laughs> 
It's a very rough idea, though. But sure. but 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 that don't change that last chord. No 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 no. That is ah, just like it just after because. Hold up, let me let me let me just okay, okay. let me think yeah. about take, this for a second. Yeah. That was really. Yeah, we got to digest that thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, that was was that sweet picking? Uh, yeah, it's like kind of like. That? So it's like I mean it's kind of like a little mix of something like coming like coming up again after you like. Yeah. yeah. I mean something like yeah, something cool. Just yeah, a little, very cool. Little weenie wagon. Yeah. yeah. That's mm. so cool. Yeah. I mean that was yeah. It's fun. That was that, dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean th that idea is very, very mm -hmm. underdeveloped for sure, and like there definitely needs to be more fleshed out to it. I mean it's like a great little like progression, but it's like there's not much of a song there. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's, like it's, it's I don't fun. know what you mean at all. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Uh it's I a think one dimensional. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't call one dimensional. I would call it maybe. Uh, I don't know. I guess you go in different places, maybe melodically, right. mm. but um, just that is a really, really great riff. Oh. Oh. And the way that maybe, maybe just the way that you resolve it near the end, whatever you started to do there, bringing that back, because just I love the result. Like yeah. the, at the very end, was after all of that, it's just. I'm glad you liked it because I, I had no ending planned at all. Right. <laughs> And yeah. I'm glad I just landed where I kind of did. Well, <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. If you forget what you did, <laughs> we'll yeah. upload this and you can listen to it yeah. and be like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that because was it, it, Because it's, it's completely different from this like kind of nervous thing that's going mm. happening, like this like energy, and then all of a sudden, through. Yeah, it's this very like frantic energy yeah. of just like keep moving, keep moving, go, yeah. go, go. Uh -huh. And then it 
really just takes a step back and is like, okay, slow down. Girl. That's actually, yeah. It's slow like, your roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a chill yeah. pill. Yeah. Right, relax. Mm-hmm. Super, super cool. cool. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you might think that it's not like there yet, but which, I mean, that's always up for the always. artists. Mm. Um, but it definitely, if you are going to develop that more, there's so many cool different like directions that you can take that. I'm excited oh, to nice. see the, the final <laughs> yeah. product. Mm-hmm. Even if there isn't, I mean, a final product, that seems like something that could just keep evolving over time. Yeah, I, yeah, I hope so. Iterations. Yeah. Mm. Like, here's one recording of it. Here's another recording of it. That's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> I love those kind of like, compositions that can just always be oh, yeah. a little different every time. Oh, yeah. I love that controlled chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, music is, to me, at least like this living, breathing thing that, you know, yeah. I don't ever want to say like a song is finished. Yeah, so I, yeah, I totally get that. If you keep that attitude with that song, like, <laughs> oh, it's not really done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though there's different phases yeah. of I, yeah, completion, I, 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 totally I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. And uh, with that, we uh, we have 10 minutes left oh, wow. with uh, okay. Schnauz and the boys. Cool, cool, cool. Schnauz the boys from the boys. And the boys. And the boys. <laughs> the boys from Illinois. Yeah. yeah. Um, when we get everybody to jam together, that's what we call ourselves. <laughs> that would, uh, showcase is going to be the oh, sub-headline. Yeah. We're going to have 30 Schnauz people and the boys. on stage at the same time. <laughs> We're all going to be playing different songs. Sweet. That's a cool <laughs> um, avant-garde yeah. composition. Just yeah. have 30 songs playing oh, at the same time. Great. It's going to be loud. Yeah. So what's, like, the setup of the night going to look like? I know we talked about, like, the whole, all the different artists who are playing, but, like, what's the progression, I guess, of... Because you guys got everything yes. from jazz to electronic to, like, uh... Alt rock. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we prefer the... 2000s term. era. Naughty's alternative. No, 2000s. Okay, continue, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, um, the way we've got it set up, we have Swesdo is our only electronic artist at the moment. We're uh, talking to a couple other people, but they're still in the works, so I don't have anything to say about that officially yet. Mm. In any case, Swesdo is hosting with me, and he's going to kick the show off with a small DJ set, and then throughout the show, as we are uh, changing, um, we're going to have a few different segments or sections, I guess. Um, so freelance anesthetists, Megan and Caitlin, Josh Boucher, these are all going to be uh, in one section, the kind of singer-songwriter vibe. And then later on, in, we're going to have uh, Elise Green and Cole, um, as well as uh, Mojo playing. And that's going to be the jazzier side, more mm-hmm. eclectic, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, labeling labeling genres, like I said, not my, not my favorite Genres that right. exist is a, the, another outcome of this show, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's get rid of genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just make music. Once and for all. Just make your music. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, just do it. Inspiration awards from uh, Dan today. Yeah. I don't know why I made the move to make that closer to my mic. I didn't need to. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a day. Uh, so hold up. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so <laughs> it goes into the eclectic. Uh, and who's yeah. ending tonight? Uh, Mojo will be kicking the show, closing the show. <laughs> <laughs> kicking, kicking the show down. <laughs> kicking, uh, kicking, uh, kicking the show on, because if Swesdo kicks it off, right? Just infinite. Yeah. Just going to keep going. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Very, very cool. Uh, and can you explain again where that is and where? Yeah. So we're going to be at yeah, the... Let's do all the plugging. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we run through it? Schnauz Records Showcase will be at the House Cafe in DeKalb, June 29th at 7 p.m. Tickets are $8. That's this Friday, folks. Eight different artists. $1 per artist. $1 per artist with convertible productions at House Cafe. It's going to be fantastic. Nice. I love the House Cafe. It's Mm -hmm. such a cool little venue. Yeah. It's a nice stage and everything. Get some some nice bevs and just walk right to your right. There's the stage. Yeah. Yeah. They got good personal pizzas. Yeah, they do. (laughs) I forgot about that. They do have really good pizza. Great. So be sure to drive on down there to DeKalb. It's not that bad of a drive. No, it's going to be worth it, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not that bad. So go out there, get some pizza, get some bevs, get some some jazz and funk and ska and and electronic and and pop and alt rock. And uh, (laughs) Nice. And, yeah. and one more time, uh, like let's plug time. both of these guys just in general, right? So, yeah. um, I don't know who wants to start, Cole or Schnauz. Cole, Cole go. Uh, 
plug in. Plug, plug yourself so oh, like yeah. where your stuff can be found. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I didn't get yeah, such no, a no, simple yeah. concept. My bad. <laughs> um, yeah, and while yeah. you're at it, what's the meaning of music? <laughs> <laughs> you explain solos. What is jazz? <laughs> what is jazz? Oh, my God. Yeah, so, I, I tend to go on. I'm a, t- I'm a tangent guy for sure. Oh, my God. I, yeah. don't, I don't stop sometimes. But, uh, yeah, so I'm Cole Rungy. Um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, just like, I mean, a kind of personal page, I guess. But, like, yeah, yeah. Instagram, I kind of have, like, a pseudo-artist page, which is just Cole.Rungy1. I couldn't secure the, I couldn't secure just the name. Oh, so <sighs> Yeah, I know. I Jerks. Get it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, you can find me there. I have, like, clips on there. Um, and then I have my music released through Schnell's Records um, with them uh, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Store. Google yeah. Play? Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's Ultimatum. Under my name, Cole Rungy, R-U-N-G-E. People don't get that. People don't get the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. Um, oh, that's why you gotta spell it. That's, that's okay. Spell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then hope. And then hopefully soon, or soon, music with Legion Green will be coming out. All original music, and that that stuff's really good. I'm really psyched for when that's gonna come. Yeah. Out. And that's this Friday. That's, that's this Friday. Hey. Yes. Sorry, what's going on this Friday? We should go go over that as well. In addition to the Schnau Showcase this Friday at the House Cafe at June 29th at 7 p.m. Tickets are only $8. We are also putting out three releases. We have the self-titled release from Jazz Quartet, Elysian Green. Wow. We have the single Window Seat from Collective, genreless collective, Mojo. (laughs) That's Mo.jo. Mo. If you're looking, yeah, (laughs) Mojo. That's how I say it. Nobody else Don't put it. it, Don't do Mo.jo on Facebook. Otherwise, you're in your event and everything will disappear. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wait, what? What? We we have had, uh, we're we're scandalizing the internet. technical difficulties. Uh. Ah. And lastly, we are also putting out the remastered release of the first Josh Boucher album, Retroflux. Very cool. So Friday's Friday's a happening day. There's a lot going on. A lot. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't make it, you can still listen to all this music. You can. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what What do you guys have planned after that? Is there anything in line? Yes. After Friday? Um, we're looking at sometime in July. We're going to have a single from uh, Megan and Caitlin called Midnight. And this will be their first single with you guys? With us, yep. Nice. And then we'll have an EP to follow that, four tunes, including Midnight. Um, and that's going to be slated around August. Um, Freelance and Estes, they're going to have their EP, Any Resemblance. Uh, I'm sorry, album, uh, Any Re- Resemblance. Um, do we have a date for that yet? Um, wasn't yes, that we do. It's, it's the 18th-ish, whichever yeah. day of that is a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Like um, so we have a date. We know what date it is. Yeah. I don't know what number it is. I mean, but I believe yeah. it's the twentieth. I think it could be. It's it is the twentieth. You're right. The twentieth yeah. is the July. Yeah. Yes, that's the July twenty seventh, twenty eighth, twenty ninth. So it's twentieth. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess it's the twentieth then. <laughs> cool. That, uh, we will have any resemblance by freelance and that is out. Awesome. And where can we find Schnauz Records for all those people who are in their car frantically trying to write down all of these dates that you're throwing at them? <laughs> Well, the main hub for everything is go to www.schnauzrecords.com. That's S-C-H-N-A-U-Z, and then records. Um, and you can find all of our events happening. You can find links to all of our artists' page, links to all of our social media sites. All that stuff is right there. We're also on Instagram and at, uh, at Schnauz Records. And... Uh, yeah, we're on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We got the Twitter. And we also Weep. have Gab, which is a new social media platform Gab. that not a lot of people are using. Gab with a B? Yeah, G A B. G A B, Gab. Oh, yeah. Wow. So you're on sounds Gab, big. Sounds like it's going. You're on Gab. Yeah, that sounds. If you're on Gab, yeah. check us out. Sounds. Yeah. We are also up and coming. one of the few on Gab. Yep. <laughs> yeah. wow. Well, hey, it's smart to be yeah, we're on the first. We got a YouTube channel. Got cool. two cool. videos up there right now. Sweet. All right. So you heard it. You know where to check them out. Be sure to do so. And then we'll see you guys at the Schnau Showcase. Something I haven't mentioned about that is uh, you can buy tickets online right now at ticketfly.com. If you type in Schnau's Showcase. Is there an event page that has all the links and stuff? On on Facebook? Yeah. There should be. Uh, There is. If if you go to the website, right on the front page, 
the first slider it has the poster for the event for mm-hmm. the show and also has a link that goes straight to where you can buy tickets Sweet. so go to the front page of the website and it's all going to be right there if you're looking for the Facebook page, which is understandable <laughs> because there was at one point a Facebook page and yes. then at a second point the same Facebook page, it keeps getting taken down and we don't know why. And uh. Facebook is notorious about not really caring. No, so we yeah. don't, we can't like get in touch with people about it. Uh-huh. All the information is there. If you look, type in Schnauz Records, if you Google Schnauz Showcase, you'll be able to find it all. Um, yep. But don't expect to find a Facebook event. Thanks, Zuckerberg. <laughs> He's just messing up on all He's sides He's just messing now. up on everything now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much mm-hmm. for uh, coming on the show. It has been a blast. Yeah. Um, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah. really. Thank you. Um, and thank you all for tuning in. This has been a, uh, a pretty cool show. We've never had just a full feature like this. We've yeah. never had a label on the show. So hopefully uh, we can have you guys on uh, in the future with uh, updates and more amazing artists that you'll be working with. Yeah, yeah. Um, until then... Check out Schnauz Records. Um, keep tuning into the Underbelly Hours true, for true. more. Uh, you, you got something yeah, to say? Yeah, about? I wanted to actually <laughs> say something about that because uh, for all y'all listening, uh, so speaking of features, today was a whole Schnauz feature. Um, July, the whole of July will actually be pretty much a whole Yes Fest feature. We're going to be having Yes Fest artists. This year there's 70 artists, so we're going to be featuring some of those 70. I think that's about like comes to 11 or 12. Um, for the month of July um, on our show. So if you are interested in listening to the more local music, and if you've been hearing about this mysterious festival called the Yes Festival, check us out in July. Listen to um, Underbelly Hours at Facebook.com or go to www.wrsc and listen to uh, the Underbelly Hours on Sunday nights from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, we'll leave you with a, a song. Um by Elysian Green. Uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. This has been the Underbelly Hours on WRC 88.7 FM. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. Have a great night. Yeah, thank you, guys. Bye.
Want to know a band before they get popular? Tune into the Undervalley Hours, Sunday nights at 6 p.m. on WRSC 88.7 FM, and discover the best of local, unsigned musicians. Don't miss out on the next big thing.